everybody. Uh, Fred here. Remember, I am the uh, first original host, host emeritus of Radio Drum Revival, whatever you want to call me. Um, also have a little penchant for the travel bug, as well as uh, Tom, one of my great mentors, Tom Lopez, who traveled um, all over the world, um, Sumatra, Bali, India, Amazon, uh, all throughout Latin and Central America, recording sounds for his radio plays. And I, uh, as I'm about to board a plane and go to Belize, um, I'll talk to Tom about one of his shows set in Belize, The Secrets of the Crystal Maidens. So that is what you're going to hear. Uh, we're going to be featuring about half an hour of the show each week, uh, every other week, because this RDR from the vault is going to be every other week uh, mixed in with the regular Radio Drum Revival episodes. Uh, they're going to be fairly simple. Um, this, I promise you, won't be this long-winded next time. Uh, next time, you're going to basically hear me saying, hey, here's the show, giving you the show, and moving on. So here's The Secret of the Crystal Springs, part one of three. Um, last thing I want to say is that, of course, if you like Tom Lopez's work, uh, please do support him. He is zbs.org. Um, he also recently launched uh, zbsmedia.com, which is uh awesome it's actually maybe uh the preferred way to sort of discover zbs because you go to zbsmedia.com and for five dollars a month and with a seven day free trial stream on demand like anything that tom has ever done which is totally remarkable that hundreds of hours of these immersive mystical journeys um whether it's the sassy ruby or one of his binaural adventures um, or of course um, the adventures of traveling jack um, it's all in there. So zbsmedia.com if you like the kind of imaginative stuff you're about to hear. So without further ado, Secrets of Crystal Maidens. Last night, I had another dream, Mojo. I hope it was a dream, not a premonition. It wasn't bad. It sure was strange. I mean, stranger than usual. Stranger than I'd like any dream to be. I was walking down a path. At first, the surface was, was hard, like cement. And then it felt softer, like grass. And then dirt or dust. And, well, then wet and squishy. Until I was up to my knees in water. I was walking into what appeared to be a dark, gaping hole. But then I realized it was shaped like a mouth. The mouth of a cave. Apparently, the water I was wading in flowed into the cave. I could hear myself saying, Don't go in there, Jack. But another voice in me, actually, I, I think it was your voice, it said, If you want to know, you've got to go. By then, I was chest deep in water, but I was inside the cave, and there were God knows how many rooms in there. At that point, I wanted to turn around, but again I heard that voice, your voice, saying, keep going, it's in there. There were shafts of light coming down through the openings above. On the walls were drawings. They weren't like the cave drawings you've seen in, in photographs, you know, paintings of animals, hunters. They were symbols, wavy lines, circles, ovals. But the way they were clustered together, they created a wondrous, strange sort of pattern. I knew it was a language. A language 
I understood. And then? I awoke. <laughs> Bad time to wake up. I'm glad I did. Did you think something was uh, going to get you? Well, I felt if I found what you had sent me in there to look for, I'd never find my way out. Oh, you're saying it's my fault? Oh, Joe, all I'm saying is, well, yes, it would have been your fault. <laughs> Don't blame me for your dreams. Well, if you're in it, you're not blameless. Wait, wait, wait. Who made up those rules? Well, let's forget it, huh? Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> okay. How about our favorite bar in Belize? Right. Fat <laughs> I love bars without walls. <laughs> I love walls without bars. <laughs> so, how long do you plan to stay in Belize? I don't really think about that. Hey, boys, what can I get you? Oh, um, the usual. Delicate stout? Same here. Anything to eat? I'd like one of Fat Freddy's famous blue cheeseburgers. Medium rare? Medium blue. Medium blue, of course. <laughs> and Mojo? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Ooh, you boys are so easy. Tonight. <laughs> I'll go get your belligan. I wonder what it's like to just up and leave home and never go back. It feels good if you leave your garbage behind. Uh, I don't know. It seems to me sooner or later it'll come crawling back to you. Well, like they say, one way or another, karma's gonna get you. But what is karma? Here's your bellicans, boys. Well, thanks. Did you just say, what is karma? Some people think it's fate, but it ain't. What do you think, Twins? Well, as Mojo might say, karma is not what you have. It's what you is. <laughs> I'd say that. <laughs> well, we experience our karmic consequences not just for what we have done, but also for what we have become. And what we intentionally do is what makes us what we are. In other words, we're punished not for our sins, but by them. That's it. Yeah, but you gotta watch the seeds you plant, because those suckers are gonna grow. Yeah, remember, select your seeds with care and kindness. Well, that's nice, friends. Okay, I gotta get back to work. <laughs> Later. I wonder why she's in Belize. I have a feeling she's trying to escape something. Oh, man. We're all trying to escape. Oh, no, not you too, Mojo. Yep. We all got karma hanging on to our tail. <laughs> oh, look, here comes Fat Freddy. No, no, don't ever call him that. Jack, nice to see you again. Friedrich, tell me, how did this place get its name, Fat Freddy's? Oh, man, I'm told it was from a cartoon. Oh, you mean the comic book? The fabulous Fairy Freak Brothers. So it already had that name when you bought it? The previous owner wanted to open an espresso shop here in Placencia. He was going to call it Fat Freddy's Cat. Man, that was my favorite character. Fat Freddy's Cat? Oh, yeah. That cat was bad. But then something happened, and he had to put everything up for sale. And so I bought Fat Freddy's. Mm -hmm. Fat Freddy's Cat was a good name for a coffee shop. It was, but now we have one here. Above ground. And who can compete with a coffee shop that is in a treehouse? <laughs> it's a good place to be when the floods come. Are they coming? Yeah, that's why so many houses here are built on stilts. And the ones that aren't? Here's your burgers, boys. Hmm, looks great. Hey, Linz, join us for coffee tomorrow. Above ground? Yeah, you too, Friedrich. What's the occasion? Jack is going to entertain us. 
with his dreams. Are you having those dreams again? I know my mouth's full. He's been having some good ones. It'll be like sitting in a tree watching the moon. <laughs> all right, all right. I will see you up there. I'll be there. Thanks, Mojo. Yeah, well, there are no cineplexes around here. Yes, yeah, so I'm supposed to be the entertainment, right? You're having a good run on dreams, man. Yeah, so you're going to crank my head like a movie projector. Not your head, just your mind. Ah, I see. Funny thing about minds, they never did figure out where they are. I decided to take the old main street back to my place. The old main street, by the way, is in the Guinness Book of Records. It's the narrowest street in the world, and it runs almost a mile. It used to be dirt, but now some of it is wood, some cement, and the rest is sand. It's not the main street anymore. You couldn't get a car down this because, well, it's only four feet wide. I know. There are strange places in this world. It's a quiet night. There's a warm breeze. Gentle waves are lapping against the sand. It's one of those beautiful nights when you want to thank God you're alive. It's one of those moments when you realize this is perfect. Enjoy this moment because Nothing stays perfect. See what I mean? Oh. Oh. oh, one day, one day maybe they will install an escalator. Oh, what do you think? For a treehouse? Why not? This is how I get my exercise. It's better than no stepping machines. You get to the top, and they hand you a cappuccino. Oh, oh well. Perhaps you are right. I like to hear the roosters crow in the morning. Makes me think of fried chicken. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah. Back in Philly, we all had chickens in our backyard. Not in the city. Oh, yeah. Still today? Still today. You can hear them crowing all over town. Did they wake you up? Oh, yeah. Did they bother you? Not when I wake up thinking of fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> can I get you a cappy? Cappuccino, yes, good. Danke. Where's Jack this morning? I think you're still dreaming. Hey, guys. Good morning. Oh, Lynn, you want a cappy? Yeah, sure. Oh, Friedrich's here, but no Jack. Is he still sleeping? He needs a rooster. Lindsay, come up. Okay, coming. Guten Morgen, boss. Guten Morgen wünsche ich Ihnen auch. Danke. So we will get a rooster for Jack? A recording will do. Do you mean a speaker under his pillow? I was thinking <laughs> of surrounding his bungalow. With roosters? Good morning, everyone. Buena manana, gato. Ah, uh, the roosters will have to wait. There's always manana. Well... I see everyone's already up. Mojo is getting the cappuccinos. Oh, good. I could use a couple of cups this morning. Did you have a rough night? <sighs> rough? Well, tough, yeah. More dreams? Yeah, they're back, pestering me again. 
Can there be an omen? I hope not. Mordra said you were having dreams of entering a cave and not finding a way out. Well, well, that was one of the early ones. Now I sort of pick up where I left off the night before. Your dreams are episodic? Yeah, I think it's a serial. You know, tune in tomorrow for another thrilling adventure. Is it thrilling? Well, maybe more like another anxious adventure. So you're anxious? Well, let's say I'm... I'm a little uncomfortable. Ah, Mojo's returning with our cappuccinos. Oh, morning, Mojo. Hey, bonjour. Four cappuccinos? How are they so fast? They see us coming. Here you go. Oh, this one's for me? They saw you coming, too. Well, thank you. No problem. So, is it time for the movies? Yes, tell us your dream, Jack. Uh, in a moment. Mm, this is just what I needed. I didn't get to sleep until this morning. I just didn't want to go back into that cave. What is happening in the cave? Nothing is happening. Or nothing was happening, at least until this morning. It was... It was just before I woke up. It's somewhere in the jungle here. Or at least it is in my dream. There's a river that flows into the mouth of a cave and then branches off into all these different rooms or, or chambers. Anyway, to enter the cave, I have to wade through water that in places is actually up to my chest. I have no idea why I keep returning to this cave, but in my dream, I, I can hear Mojo's voice telling me that somewhere in there, I'll find what I'm looking for. What do you hope to find? That's just it. I don't know. And in my dream, I didn't know either. Anyway, I entered a room I hadn't seen before. I had a flashlight. When the light hit the walls and ceiling, it sparkled. It glittered. The light fractured and bounced like an echo all over the room. At first I thought, good grief, are these diamonds? But then I realized they were just tiny crystals. It was a crystal cave. I don't mean some Hollywood crystal cave, you know, like giant stalactites made of solid crystal. No, it, it was just what I said. Everything was covered with very tiny crystals. It was beautiful. I stood there in awe. I also stood there waist-deep in water. But just as I was thinking, isn't this extraordinary? I heard my name. My name was echoing off the cave walls and ceiling. I couldn't answer. When I opened my mouth, one of those jacks echoing off the wall bounced right into my mouth. I spit it out. I didn't like the taste. Was that all? No. I recognized that voice. I need another cappuccino. Who was the voice? Claudine. Who is Claudine? A woman. 
An old girlfriend? Well, a friend. Why is that so significant? Because there's more to my dream. This is a two-cappuccino dream? Uh, yes, and if you want to hear the second part... I'll get it. Anyone else? Oh, yeah. I'm fine. Uh, I'd also like a croissant. Okay. Don't continue without me. So who is this Claudine? Well, like I said, a friend. A special friend? Claudine is French-Canadian. She lives way up north in Montreal, Quebec. Is it very cold? Well, the snow piles up so high, people have doors on the second floor. I would not like that. Oh, man, I love the old city. Real Montreal, old stone buildings and cobblestone streets. It feels like being in old Europe. So, Jack, before you had your dream, you had been thinking about Claudine? He misses her. Is she pretty? Oh, man. Those Montreal women, they're not just pretty. They are beautiful. And they know how to dress. And Claudine, she's got style. Ah, the howler monkeys are back. And here comes one carrying my cappuccino. And your croissant. Merci. Vous êtes bienvenue. Mm-hmm. What did you say while I was away? He said nothing, but Mojo said, Claudine is a Canadian. Un Montrealaise. How did you know that? Mojo told me. What else did he tell you? Well, he said that Jack was thinking of asking Claudine all right, all right, if she would all like All right, to. intermission is over. Ladies and gentlemen, take your seats. What was Jack going to ask? Quiet and turn off your cell phones. Did your cell phone work? Not here. I said, quiet. Okay, okay, okay. Now, as you may recall, I was inside a cavern covered with tiny crystals, and I heard a voice call my name. I couldn't tell where the voice was coming from, but there was a passageway. I felt it was coming from somewhere down there. And then I saw a flash of light. Something was was glittering, sparkling. I was wearing my sneakers, and they were really soggy. At that point, the dream did an edit, and I was in another chamber. The ceiling was domed. There was a shaft of light coming from an opening above. And there she was, standing there, sparkling, glittering. She was covered with thousands, I don't know, maybe millions of tiny crystals. I touched her. She was as cold as stone. She couldn't move. And then I saw why. She had no feet. She was part of the cave. I couldn't help her. I panicked. I I wrenched myself up out of the dream and... uh, It was very disturbing. Do you know why you are having these dreams of caves? Maybe you have love issues. Love issues? What's that? If you didn't have it, you wouldn't ask. Mojo, do I have love issues? Mojo, you're not asleep. What, huh? What? Do I have love issues? What's that? A romance magazine? You're not married. 
Was he ever married? Came close a couple times. <laughs> Love issues. Jack, you said she was covered with tiny crystals? Yeah, all over her body. Was she like some stalagmite just growing up out of the floor? Maybe she had stood there so long, she was now part of the cave. Maybe she's the Crystal Maiden. The what? You haven't heard of the Crystal Maiden? Is this another Mayan myth? No, no, she is real. Jake has seen her. You mean Jake the fisherman? Mm-hmm. Who was he out fishing for? <laughs> no, man, he was exploring. She's in a cave called Aktun Ichilmuknal. Aktun Ichilmuknal? Aktun Tunichilmuknal. Boy, that's a Mayan mouthful. They call it ATM. But they don't take credit cards. <laughs> Is it here in Belize? It's like what you describe. You have to swim inside, and then you wade through water chest high. And then you see her inside this cathedral chamber. They believe she was a sacrificial victim. She's a skeleton. She is covered with calcite-encrusted crystals. Her bones sparkle. She's called the Crystal Maiden. Was she sacrificed? They believe it was for a Mayan god. How old was she? At least a thousand years old. She was about 18. Her bones are covered with crystal. Even her skull. She's pretty sparkly. Would you like to meet her? N no, not really. Caves are symbolic for many things. Sounds to me like uh, Shibalba. Shibalba? The underworld. It means place of fear. The lords of Shibalba. Are you all right? I think so. Caves were believed to be the mouths of hell. And who were the lords of Shibalba? Their demon deities. The lords of Shibalba were the Maya death gods. And human sacrifices were performed in their honor? That may be so. She's coming, isn't she? Who? Your friend. You mean Claudine's coming down here and you didn't tell me? Uh, it was supposed to be a surprise. Is she the woman in your dream whose body was covered in crystals? Yeah, the sparkly one. But now you're having second thoughts? I was fine until I had that dream. You're not going to tell her don't come. It's too late. She's on her way. She's flying in today? This afternoon. I wouldn't worry about it. You wouldn't? Just don't take her a tubing. Uh, what's a tubing? Tubing is a way people explore caves. They float in an inner tube. Belize has lots of caves. You could float for miles. Underground? Oh, yeah. You should talk to Jake. He knows all about the caves around here. What time is she flying in? Um, uh, around one. Well, I think it's time to go to work, Lynn. Okay, boss. Jack, I know she'll love Belize. See you later. Ciao. Well, what are you up to today? I thought I'd walk over to the airport and say my bonjour, and then I'll leave you two alone. No, don't listen. Don't say anything about my dream. Oh, I'm cool. Yeah, I know. Hey, there she is. Come on, let's go meet her. I love these little airports. Bonjour, Jack. Mojo. Welcome to Belize, Sherry. And a big bonjour to you, too. Oh. Are you hungry? I'm starved. All they had were peanuts and pretzels. You didn't bring anything with you? I did, but I ate it. 
We know a place you're going to love. Fat Freddy's. <laughs> Do you mean les fameux frères poilus et bizarres? I see you've read the French version. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's your favorite furry? My favorite? <laughs> Voyons, le chat du gros Freddy, bien sûr. <laughs> Fat Freddy's cat. <laughs> Those French cats. <laughs> Don't they sound cool? Hi, guys. You must be Claudine. Who? Claudine? I am Natasha Trovsky. I am from Kostroma. Oh. Do you know Kostroma? On the Volga? No, not really. Jack? Who is this Claudine? Oh, uh, well, she's, uh, she's a friend of Mojo's. <laughs> she is better be. Can I get you something to drink? Vodka. On the rocks? Ice Cuba? No. Yet, yet. Um, I'll have a Belican. Same here. <laughs> Would you like a menu? Why you think I'm here? For vodka on the rock? I'll get you drinks. The woman who is with Jack. Is that Claudine? She said her name is... Natasha Ostrovsky from Kostroma on the Volga. So she is Swedish? Yet, <laughs> yet. She's not Quebecois? I'm not so sure. We'll see. Here's your Belkins, boys. And Natasha? Vous pouvez passer pour vous. Je pense que vous êtes du Québec. Oui? Oh oui. Vous êtes Claudine de Montréal? Je suis. Et vous êtes Lindsay? I think she's been found out. <laughs> Sounds like it. Jack pense que vous êtes tout à fait merveilleuse. Really? Jack, you think I'm wonderful? Oh, you are. Especially when you bring me something to eat. <laughs> Il peut être si frustrant. J'ai noté. Oh, uh, here, I'd like you to meet Friedrich. Bonjour, Friedrich. Lindsay tells me you are Natasha Ostrovsky from Kostroma. Do you by chance know Olga Ostrovsky? Hmm. She is my big sister. Olga? On the Volga? <laughs> oh, man. I need one of those vodkas. <laughs> Take mine. I prefer wine, s'il vous plaît. Aha! And see, si vous êtes vraiment Claudine du Quebec? Eh oui. Welcome to Placentia. Thank you. Je suis affamée. What do you recommend? Today's special. Coconut cilantro shrimp with coconut rice. Mmm, sounds great. And the boys? Mm, the same. Me too. Sometimes you all are so easy. Well, Natasha, that was interesting. So no big sister. <laughs> no Olga on the Volga. I do have a big sister. But she's not a Rusky. Yet. Oh, how about a big brother? You mean a husky Rusky? <laughs> no, yet, 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 yet. Oh, Jack, I heard that. Sometimes he can be so bad. Tell me about it. Where's the food? It's coming. Give me a break. She's nice. Why aren't you? I am. Aren't I? Well, now and then. You see? You have a nice suntan. Oh, he spends every day working on it. Well, some of us aren't born with it. Is it true that black people get suntans? Well, if I stayed out there like he does, <laughs> I'd look like a big lump of anthracite. Your food has arrived. 
Mmm, smells heavenly. Mmm, doesn't it, boys? Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, Ms. Linz. Vous êtes bienvenue. So, how's winter up there in Montreal? Oh, no. Please, not over dinner. Oh, sorry. I think I've just gotten spoiled. <laughs> you certainly have. I mean, is this not paradise? Pretty close. Can't get much closer. Hmm. But what do you do for entertainment? Swim, snorkel. Drink beer. Go hiking, go fishing. Drink beer. Go birding, go boating. Drink beer. Go to sleep and dream. Um. You don't drink beer in your dreams, Jack? I can never find the bar. Uh, Jack, Mojo, Claudine, uh, uh, will I see you above ground tomorrow? I, I think so. Mojo? Oh, yeah. Good. I've something to tell you. Above ground? Is that a local expression? It's a coffee shop up in a tree. Why is it in a tree? Because we're only ten feet above sea level. And when a big wave comes along... There is nothing worse than a seawater mocha latte. <laughs> you two love it here, don't you? I have changed my mind. Everyone come to my place tomorrow for brunch, all right? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'd love to. I will see you tomorrow. And that was Secrets of the Crystal Maidens here on RDR from the Vault. We'll have more of that in about two weeks. Thank you. Thank you.